Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part five of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much. And now enjoy part five of the podcast. Oh my God. One of the best written lines ever. I don't need much. As long as I got my solid gold house, my rocket car, and my millions and millions of dollars. My solid gold house and my rocket car. Like, fuck. That's, that's, that's what this guy's doing. I think that's one of the best things ever. So yeah, they, these dudes kill uh, all these motherfuckers of Goto's men. Uh, I think there's what, is there six of them? Seven of them? Close to that? Yeah. Yeah, basically, basically, there's there's these dudes. They kill them all but one, and and the son is just like, okay, well, if you're gonna put me in power, what do you want? He's like, nah, I just want a little, I just want a little bit for myself, you know, not much. <laughs> it's just like, uh, do not trust this man. <laughs> do you think Uko, the boss's son here, who's doing the throat cutting on this last guy here, do you think he looks a little bit like Brandon Lee? Uh, I get a Brandon Lee vibe off him. A little bit. I think it's a little more of the. Well, he does have he does have very sharp yeah. features. He has very angular features, which Brandon Lee had, and which the different Asian cultures. Here's the listen to uh, everyone freak out as a white man talks about what other cultures <laughs> look like. But hey, you know, you know, like if you've got um, more of the northern Asian countries. Uh, have sharper, more angular features, and when you go down into Thailand and in Indonesia, you got like rounder noses and rounder faces. It's just yep. that's just it. I'm, stop saying I'm saying something <laughs> bad about it, Mike. I'm just saying, Chad. I'm gonna have to stop this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Yeah, he's got he's got features that are a little he bit does, more yeah. angular. Uh, where you know that's what that's what Brandon Lee had. He had you know like a sharp. And nose, I think it's also chin. I think it's also the hair guy, on this dude. That's what this guy has. He's got Brandon Lee type. Yeah, hair. the hair. So, yeah, they leave the they kill all these guys. Stab this last. He's Uko stabs this last dude in the throat, and then they go outside to the street here where we see Rama uh, watching them leave. There's a couple other henchmen kicking around. I think. Is Rama watching like on an iPad? Did he have secret cameras in there or something? Like it's, it's just a kind weird of a weird thing. I don't know if he had cameras or if that's how his audio was hooked up. I I honestly don't know. Honestly, honestly, that scene with the four guys and the whole, uh, you know, we'll have ambition, we'll take over. 
as much as I love this film, that scene ran way too fucking yeah. long. Like I would say, I would say it ran. You could cut three quarters of that. You really scene could, out. man. Yeah. Like you, re- like you, like you could. And I'm not trying to like shit on it or say, oh come on, Gareth, like fuck your cinematography, <laughs> get back to the action. They had they have this conversation, and it just seems to be repetitive in a lot of ways it's like yes i will we will be ambitious and grow and we'll start a war and don't worry i'll protect you let's start by killing these japanese together haha and drink some fine wine and food and you know it just it just ran too long because then we have another also talkie talkie uh, scene relatively long conversation with yeah you got yeah we uh, have whatever mad dog's name is in this movie whatever yayan ruhan's name is i don't know but he, there's another talkie-talkie scene here. He, oh, he's Precoso in this movie. That's right. But Precoso and the girl Precoso, are in the restaurant, okay. Fancy Pants restaurant here. And we have another, fairly, like you said, a fairly long talk scene. And we haven't had a fight in a while. And um, you kind of start to feel yeah. it at this point. Like, okay, somebody needs to get their leg broke soon or I'm going to fall asleep. This movie doesn't yeah. need to be two and a half hours. No, 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 no. It does not. Like... You know, and I said you could cut like 15, 20 minutes out of it. A typical film is going to have that one and a half hour runtime. Yeah, we're coming off uh, Rush Hour. It's basically right? pads Rush it. Hour was legit 90 minutes. Yeah. Bam, like on the dot. And the other thing <laughs> the other thing with this film is it does have those hills and valleys or ebbs and flows or however you want to describe it where there's character development going on, yes, but it's completely disassociated with the action. And sometimes, you know, when a film does it right, you have some action or something exciting happening while you're delivering uh, character development. Like Baby Driver would be a great example of that. You're learning about the character while he's fucking driving. Jamie Foxx is about to shoot a guy and he cuts the wheel so Jamie Foxx is shot misses like that's telling you stuff about the character yeah. without words this is like let's have a 15 minute fucking conversation about why you're a piece of shit father <laughs> uh it's mostly because you're a gangster and a hired hitman and yayan ruhan's like uh i still have the right to see my son and the wife is you like don't. no you fucking don't you're a goddamn murderer <laughs> you just give me the goddamn Kill money for a living shut the fuck so, up because so tell me about this. Tell me about this club. Is this a real club? Because it's it's a huge giant set. Ass set. I think they probably secured a location. To be honest, it looks like they got it because yeah, it, like you said, if this is a set, this is massive. Like this is a building that they just built it up in, like, in there. When we went back, remember when we watched Morentau Warrior, and there was just the like a a little uh, room with uh, yes. go-go dancers. And I was like, was that a real thing? And you're like going, it's most no. definitely yeah. <laughs> not uh, because they would put fucking chairs. They would put way more fucking chairs <laughs> in that room. It wasn't the size of the room. You're just like, no, there'd be like fucking 60 more chairs <laughs> right in front the of that stage. people in there to try and get money out of them because it's money <laughs> they that would, they want. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You're like, there would not be that much free space. You're like, all that free space is just so Eco Lewis can kick the fuck out of, like, 60 gangsters. But in reality, it would just be a yep, sea of yep. chairs. Guys to throw money at girls in thongs. That's all they need, right? <laughs> yeah. That is it. But, yeah, this is this looks like a, it's got a stage. It's got a place where people can sit. It's got booths and shit. Like, this looks like a club. If it's a set, they did a goddamn great job designing it. Yeah. And, again, there's... 
like how many films do you see where there's a bar and they're doing crane shots yeah. in a bar? Like, zero. Not I'm going to go zero, really. Like, <laughs> not really many. Zero. But he's... He's really working. He's really working the fucking camera in this movie. Like he is, he is really working it because they're just showing these girls dancing out on the dance floor, and then the fucking camera like pulls back and then goes up to the second floor, uh, just to kind of show you the the size of the whole place. It's uh, yeah, it's man. Flashy. They need to fly it's the good. camera around up and down and up and down like a fucking Catholic mass. Like this is crazy. You're going top of the stairs, yeah. bottom of the stairs, yeah. up down. <laughs> Procoso's in a booth up here talking to Uko. Yeah, and they kind of have a little bit of a conversation about uh, Prosuko works for uh, Uko's dad and talking about respect. And uh, it's it's a good scene. Again, it's a lot of exposition that I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it necessarily needs to be in there. No, not really. I mean, you get a bit of development on Procoso's character here where he looks sad and looks the picture of his kid i I assume that's a picture of his kid yeah you know so you're getting a bit of development on his end but like he's a killer for the mobsters do you need development on that guy like well he's actually the only voice of reason in the film too because yeah good point good point he's saying he's saying uh i want to take over and yayan ruhan is basically saying hey don't worry about it your time will come You've got that fire in your belly. I've always known that since you were a kid. And then one day you'll be boss, and people will listen to you. You know, that's good. Just take it nice and easy. Don't overthrow your father. <laughs> like He doesn't actually say don't overthrow your father, but um, it's it's essentially along those lines. And I think what happens here is he knows that this guy is loyal to his father, so he has to fuck him up bad. Okay, um, I need to in ask order you to protect himself. I need to ask you a question about this because we get a fight scene that fires up here. All these thugs come in to try and kill Procoso, and yes. Procoso throws a bunch of bottles and shit at, at people. But then a guy comes over, and Procoso, in one shot from overhead, picks this dude up, throws him over the railing, and the camera watches this guy fall down and bounce off a goddamn table on the lower level. Was that a stunt, dude? Like, did they actually do that? Because that was fucking mental that they did that. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about that. That's real quick, like. <laughs> it's pretty simple. It's a tilt, but god damn it. Like, it's it's good. Like, Yayan Ruhan essentially just, dude, I think that guy's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think that guy's dead. Like, like the guy I runs, like, he I was picks like, him actually, up. Actually, it's a pretty simple stunt. It's like, well... It's a it's a simple stunt from the standpoint that it's a guy falling the, over a railing yeah, yeah, and really on killed a guy <laughs> round table. Um, it's simple, and the camera the camera tilts down as he goes over the railing and he lands on the table. But I think it's a dude like because the table looks fucking real. Yes, like it looks like he just lands back first on a fucking <laughs> cocktail table. <laughs> That's brutal. It's brutal. But then he, he jumps down, and there's another guy that he grabs on the bottom floor and throws face first into the fucking stage. And I think he did that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, it looks like, like he actually face smashed this guy into the fucking three-foot-hall stage front. Yeah, this is this is basically Yayan Ruhan learning that he's not getting paid. Yeah. And, like, all the fucking production assistants are, like, <laughs> trying to stop him. It's It's a great fight, so... 
first of all, I think they're on like a gimbal or a steady cam. Uh, he's on the dance floor, which gives a lot of room for that camera operator to move 360 degrees around him. Yes. And because this fight is choreographed so well, you can actually see the action. Like he, he goes from left to behind him to right. And it looks like he's making contact. Yeah. But the end of the fight is most glorious because it's an overhead (laughs) shot where he takes a fucking wine bottle and smashes it. And he does that super stabby. Yes. With the glass bottle into Buddy's neck. Like stab, 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 stab. Like Joe Pesci in the fucking pen. Like where's the little girl now? Um, Dude, this fight is fucking horrendous because he does that, like, Ip Man, I'm going to punch you a thousand times in the side of the head with one guy. Yes. Then he does the, I'm going to break this bottle and stab you in the neck 800 times. But then the fight goes out into the alleyway where shit gets fucking real, son. Like, (laughs) this is no joke. There's one one that's not even a martial arts move. There's one where he just holds a guy's head and smushes it into the stone fucking alley and rubs his face down the rock. Yeah. I'm like, that's something my fucking brother would do. <laughs> like, that's not even... That's, yeah. That's just a piece of shit move. Oh, yeah. That's all that is. He beats this one dude, and then the other guy comes out, he grabs him by the side of the hair and slams his face into the brick wall and then drags it down to the ground. Drags, and drags his face. Cheese graters his motherfucker's face cheese off. Cheese his face. Face, and then tosses his face into the snowbank, um, and it's just like there, cool off, bitch. Well, and speaking of not then, martial arts moves, this other guy he just he stabs this dude in the armpit and then fucks that dude up. The last guy he just grabs him by the goddamn ears and beats the back of his head off the alley floor until he brain caves in. Like, but just, the the most fucked uh, up thing is it's not the last guy. So essentially, the sun comes out in the alley who wanted to kill him because right. he knew this guy was loyal to his father and is like, man, listen, if he finds out, he's going to fuck us all up. And then we've got this actor. I forget his name, but we've seen him in a whole bunch of shit. And this guy is the fucking man of this film. Like this guy that walks away from the car. Dope. Yeah. This guy, he basically our Yayan Ruhan Mad Dog, Percrucio, Mercrucio, Proco- Porthos, Procoso. whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, I was just fucking <laughs> Shakespeare, fucking Alexander Dumas. I'm just fucking putting <laughs> it all out there. He, uh, he's he's all fucked up and far from home after that fight. He's drenched in fucking blood. His hands are shaking. Holding his he's kid's standing picture. in the in the snow, holding his kid's picture in his locket, and he's like, "It's fucking go time. Let's do this." And Honestly, this is really fucking sad for me because yeah. I fucking love Yayan Ruan so much. Yeah. And he basically gets murdered, but fuck. Cold, though. Murdered he goes cold. Out, yeah. Yeah. He goes out here in the snow with, what are those knives called? Karambits? Karambits, yeah. Those, yeah. He gets fucking karambited uh, a lot. <laughs> karambited across the thighs and then the last one when he looks up just right across his neck and. That is a wrap on uh, Precoso. Mr. Yayan Ruihan is out of this movie, sir. Hats off, man. Like, he gets his throat cut and he drops the fucking locket with his son's picture. Yeah. There's this beautiful overhead shot of the alley with the snow. And there's just blood everywhere. And very Lady Snowblood. Lady Snowblood. Like, 
blood in and, and even kill bill like blood in the snow always looks fucking dope it's great yeah i like you that know, shot a lot. considering it's it, it's still murder well I mean, yeah we're talking murder here but straight up murder uh, straight up murder and then just you know like i'm reading the subtitles here and the son is just like the chinks say the japs did it and i'm like fuck man <laughs> like don't be racist and i'm he's like up well, 1950, he's up yeah. he he, he's 1950s indonesian man <laughs> <laughs> but then he also murdered like 900 fucking guys in that club so <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not offended by the murder i'm like hey man don't say chinks <laughs> you just killed yayan ruha yeah <laughs> Yeah, they're in this meeting here now with uh, Uko and his dad talking about, like, how do we get back at these guys for, for Precoso? And are they going to? I don't know. We don't know. I don't, fuck, I don't know. What do I know? Yeah, essentially, this is, a, this is another relatively long scene. But essentially, it comes down to a huge fight with father and son. And all these guys are basically dead. And the father essentially says... Yeah, this is all terrible, but we're not going to retaliate. Yeah. And <laughs> he actually says, go take him out. It. Get some girl to fuck his mind off this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a great, great line. I wish I had a boss like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, yeah, he's like, uh, I've run this organization for 30 years. And the son's like, yeah, it's time for you to step down. And he goes, no, we're not going to retaliate so we can run it for another 30. You're going to jeopardize the whole thing. So they have this crossroads where they're not going to see eye to eye and then basically they leave the office and of course the son takes it out on rama because he can't take it on his father yeah so much like the karaoke girls suffered his wrath now he's you know basically tearing into his only friend rama because shit rolls downhill so he's just gonna pass that pissiness onto somebody else. And Rama's got to fucking take it, unfortunately. Rama has to take it because he's undercover. But he uh, he calls his buddy and basically says, yeah, my dad's not going to step down. He's not going to retaliate. He's not going to start a war. So get your ass over here. And these guys essentially make the decision to uh, start fucking shit up. Start to uh, ruin some shit. This is very, it, it reminds me of the, the cinematography and the, the way they're shooting it. it. It does remind me a bit of Old Boy. So we're on the subway, streetcar, whatever this is, and the little parades happening with the masks and shit outside. Yeah, and this is where we call in the heavy goddamn hitters. So, you know, we're an hour and a half. We're an hour and a half into this film. And really, like being honest, this should be the one hour mark, in my opinion. Yes. Right? Yeah. For a good... A good act one, act two, and act three that are running roughly 30 minutes apiece. Yeah. There's still an hour left in this film. And, seems you know, high. I just think, I, yeah, it seems, it seems, <laughs> how many people live in this apartment? I don't know. Maybe 80. 80 people live in this apartment? Yeah, it seems high. Seems high, doesn't it? <laughs> and that concludes part five of the podcast. Come back Monday for part six. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money too to help us keep the lights on here. 
Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back Monday for part six. And we will be back in your ears very soon.